You're listening to Through the Bible by Faith Community Church. Join us for 365 consecutive days as we read God's Word together. This podcast uses the World English Bible, American Edition, a translation that is open source and in the public domain. To learn more about our ministry, please visit faithcommunityma.com. April 11th, 1 Kings chapters 5, 6, and 7. Hiram, king of Tyre, sent his servants to Solomon, for he had heard that they had anointed him king in the place of his father, and Hiram had always loved David. Solomon sent to Hiram, saying, You know that David my father could not build a house for the name of Yahweh his God, because of the wars which were around him on every side, until Yahweh put his enemies under the soles of his feet. But now Yahweh my God has given me rest on every side. There is no enemy and no evil occurrence. Behold, I intend to build a house for the name of Yahweh my God, as Yahweh spoke to David my father, saying, Your son, whom I will set on your throne in your place, shall build the house for my name. Now therefore command that cedar trees be cut for me out of Lebanon. My servants will be with your servants, and I will give you wages for your servants according to all that you say. For you know that there is nobody among us who knows how to cut timber like the Sidonians." When Hiram heard the words of Solomon, he rejoiced greatly and said, Blessed is Yahweh today, who has given to David a wise son to rule over this great people. Hiram sent to Solomon, saying, I have heard the message which you have sent to me. I will do all your desire concerning timber of cedar and concerning cypress timber. My servants will bring them down from Lebanon to the sea. I will make them into rafts to go by sea to the place that you specify to me and will cause them to be broken up there, and you will receive them. You will accomplish my desire in giving food for my household. So Hiram gave Solomon cedar timber and cypress timber according to all his desire. Solomon gave Hiram 20,000 cores of wheat for food to his household and 20 cores of pure oil. Solomon gave this to Hiram year by year. Yahweh gave Solomon wisdom as he promised him. There was peace between Hiram and Solomon, and the two of them made a treaty together. King Solomon raised a levy out of all Israel, and the levy was 30,000 men. He sent them to Lebanon, 10,000 a month by courses. For a month they were in Lebanon, and two months at home. And Adoniram was over the men subject to forced labor. Solomon had 70,000 who bore burdens, and 80,000 who were stone cutters in the mountains. Besides Solomon's chief officers who were over the work, 3,300 who ruled over the people who labored in the work. The king commanded, and they cut out large stones, costly stones, to lay the foundation of the house with work stone. Solomon's builders and Hiram's builders and the Gebelites cut them, and he prepared the timber and the stones to build the house. 1 Kings chapter 6 in the 480th year after the children of Israel had come out of the land of Egypt, in the fourth year of Solomon's reign over Israel, in the month's eve, which is the second month, he began to build Yahweh's house. The house which King Solomon built for Yahweh had a length of 60 cubits, and its width 20, and its height 30 cubits. The porch in front of the temple of the house had a length of 20 cubits, which was along the width of the house. 10 cubits was its width in front of the house. He made windows of fixed latticework for the house. Against the wall of the house, he built floors all around against the walls of the house all around, both of the temple and of the inner sanctuary. And he made side rooms all around. The lowest floor was five cubits wide. 
and the middle was five, six cubits wide, and the third was seven cubits wide, for on the outside he made offsets in the wall of the house all around, that the beams should not be inserted into the walls of the house. The house, when it was under construction, was built on stone prepared at the quarry. And no hammer or axe or any tool of iron was heard in the house while it was under construction. The door for the middle side rooms was in the right side of the house. They went up by winding stairs into the middle floor and out of the middle into the third. So he built the house and finished it, and he covered the house with beams and planks of cedar. He built the floors all along the house, each five cubits high, and they rested on the house with timbers of cedar. Yahweh's word came to Solomon, saying, Concerning this house which you are building, if you will walk in my statutes and execute my ordinances, and keep all my commandments to walk in them, then I will establish my word with you, which I spoke to David, your father. I will dwell among the children of Israel and will not forsake my people, Israel. So Solomon built the house and finished it. He built walls of the house within boards of cedar, from the floor of the house to the walls of the ceiling. He covered them on the inside with wood. He covered the floor of the house with cypress boards. He built 20 cubits of the back part of the house with boards of cedar from the floor to the ceiling. He built this within for an inner sanctuary, even for the most holy place. In front of the temple sanctuary was 40 cubits long. There was cedar on the house within, carved with buds and open flowers. All was cedar. No stone was visible. He prepared an inner sanctuary in the middle of the house within to set the ark of Yahweh's covenant there. Within the inner sanctuary was twenty cubits in length, and twenty cubits in width, and twenty cubits in its height. He overlaid it with pure gold. He covered the ark with cedar. So Solomon overlaid the house within with pure gold. He drew chains of gold across before the inner sanctuary, and he overlaid it with gold. He overlaid the whole house with gold, until all the house was finished. He also overlaid the whole altar that belonged to the inner sanctuary with gold. In the inner sanctuary... He made two cherubim of olive wood, each ten cubits high. Five cubits was the length of one wing of the cherub, and five cubits was the length of the other wing of the cherub. From the tip of one wing to the tip of the other was ten cubits. The other cherub was ten cubits. Both the cherubim were of one measure and one form. One cherub was ten cubits high, and so was the other cherub. He set the cherubim within the inner house. The wings of the cherubim were stretched out, so that the wing of the one touched the one wall, and the wing of the other cherub touched the other wall, and their wings touched one another in the middle of the house. He overlaid the cherubim with gold. He carved all the walls of the house, along with carved figures of cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers, inside and outside. He overlaid the floor of the house with gold, inside and outside. For the entrance of the inner sanctuary, he made doors of olive wood, the lintel and doorposts were a fifth part of the wall. So he made two doors of olive wood, and he carved on them carvings of cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers, and overlaid them with gold. He spread the gold on the cherubim and on the palm trees. He also made the entrance of the temple door posts of olive wood out of a fourth part of the wall, and two doors of cypress wood. The two leaves of the one door were folding, and the two leaves of the other door were folding. He carved cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers, and he overlaid them with gold fitted on the engraved work. He built the inner court with three courses of cut stone and a course of cedar beams. The foundation of Yahweh's house was laid in the fourth year in the month's eve. 
In the eleventh year, in the month Bull, which is in the eighth month, the house was finished throughout all its parts and according to all its specifications. So he spent seven years building it. 1 Kings chapter 7. Solomon was building his own house 13 years, and he finished all his house, for he built the house of the forest of Lebanon. Its length was 100 cubits, its width 50 cubits, and its height 30 cubits, on four rows of cedar pillars with cedar beams on the pillars. It was covered with cedar above the 45 beams that were on the pillars, 15 in a row. There were beams in three rows, and one window was facing window in three ranks. All the doors and posts were made square with beams, and window was facing window in three ranks. He made the hall of pillars. Its length was 50 cubits and its width 30 cubits, with a porch before them and pillars and a threshold before them. He made the porch of the throne where he was to judge, even the porch of judgment, and it was covered with cedar from floor to floor. His house where he was to dwell, the other court within the porch, was of the same construction. He made also a house for Pharaoh's daughter, whom Solomon had taken wife, like this porch. All these were of costly stones, even of stone cut according to measure, sawed with saws, inside and outside, even from the foundation to the coping, and so on the outside to the great court. The foundation was of costly stones, even great stones, stones of ten cubits and stones of eight cubits. Above were costly stones, even cut stone, according to measure and cedar wood. The great court around had three courses of cut stone with a course of cedar beams, like the inner court of Yahweh's house and the porch of the house. King Solomon sent and brought Hiram out of Tyre. He was the son of a widow of the tribe of Naphtali, and his father was a man of Tyre, a worker in bronze. And he was filled with wisdom and understanding and skill to work all works in bronze. He came to King Solomon and performed all his work. For he fashioned the two pillars of bronze, eighteen cubits high apiece, and a line of twelve cubits encircled either of them. He made two capitals of molten bronze to set on tops of the pillars. The height of the one capital was five cubits, and the height of the other capital was five cubits. There were nets of checkerwork and wreaths of chainwork for the capitals, which were on top of the pillars, seven for the one capital and seven for the other capital. So he made the pillars, and there were two rows of pomegranates around the one network to cover the capitals that were on the top of the pillars. And he did so for the other capital. The capitals that were on top of the pillars and the porch were of lily works, four cubits. There were capitals above, also on the two pillars, close by the belly, which was beside the network. There were two hundred pomegranates in rows around the other capital. He set up the pillars of the porch of the temple. He set up the right pillar and called its name Jachin, and he set up the left pillar and called its name Boaz. On top of the pillars was lily work, so the work of the pillars was finished. He made the molten sea ten cubits from brim to brim, round in shape. Its height was five cubits, and a line of thirty cubits encircled it. Under its brim around there were buds which encircled it for ten cubits, encircling the sea. The buds were in two rows, cast where it was cast. It stood on twelve oxen, three looking toward the north, and three looking toward the west, and three looking toward the south, and three looking toward the east. And the sea was set on them above, and all their hindquarters were inward. It was a hand-width thick, 
Its brim was worked like the brim of a cup, like the flower of a lily. It held two thousand bass. He made the ten bases of bronze. The length of one base was four cubits, four cubits its width, and three cubits its height. The work of the bases was like this. They had panels, and there were panels between the ledges. And on the panels that were between the ledges were lions, oxen, and cherubim. And on the ledges, there was a pedestal above, and beneath the lions and oxen were wreaths of hanging work. Every base had four bronze wheels and axles of bronze, and its four feet had supports. The supports were cast beneath the basin with wreaths at the side of each. Its opening within the capital and above was a cubit. Its opening was round like the work of a pedestal, a cubit and a half, and also on its opening were engravings, and their panels were square, not round. The floor wheels were underneath the panels, and the axles of the wheels were in the base. The height of a wheel was a cubit and a half a cubit. The work of the wheels was like the work of a chariot wheel. Their axles, their rims, and their spokes, and their hubs were of cast metal. There were four supports on the four corners of each base. Its supports were of the base itself. In the top of the base, there was a round band, half a cubit high. And on the top of the base, its supports and its panels were the same. On the plates of its supports and on the panels, he engraved cherubim, lions, palm trees, each in its space with wreaths all around. He made the ten bases in this way. All of them had one casting, one measure, and one form. He made ten basins of bronze. One basin contained forty baths. Every basin measured four cubits. One basin was on every one of the ten bases. He set the bases, five on the right side of the house and five on the left side of the house. He set the sea on the right side of the house eastward and toward the south. Hiram made the pots, the shovel, and the basins. So Hiram finished doing all the work that he worked for King Solomon in Yahweh's house. The two pillars, the two bowls of the capitals that were on top of the pillars, the two networks to cover the two bowls of the capitals that were on top of the pillars, the 400 pomegranates for the two networks, two rows of pomegranates for each network, to cover the two bowls of the capitals that were on the pillars, the ten bases, the ten basins on the bases, the one sea, twelve oxen under the sea, the pots, the shovels, and the basins, all of these vessels which Hiram made for King Solomon in Yahweh's house were of burnished bronze. The king cast them in the plain of the Jordan, in the clay ground between Succoth and Zarathan. Solomon left all the vessels unweighed because there were so many of them. The weight of the bronze could not be determined. Solomon made all the vessels that were in Yahweh's house, the golden altar and the table that the showbread was on, of gold. And the lampstands, five on the right side, five on the left, in front of the inner sanctuary of pure gold, and the flowers, the lamps, and the tongues of gold, the cups, the snuffers, the basins, the spoons, and the firepans of pure gold, and the hinges, both for the doors of the inner house, the most holy place, and for the doors of the house of the temple of gold. Thus, all the work the King Solomon did in Yahweh's house was finished. Solomon brought in the things which David his father had dedicated, the silver, the gold, and the vessels, and put them in the treasuries of Yahweh's house. Thank you for listening to Through the Bible by Faith Community Church. To learn more about our ministry, please visit our website, faithcommunityma.com.